episode of hate is a strong word this week we're talking about sitcoms because we have some maybe some controversial opinions about sitcoms and maybe some ones that you're like they're exactly right we'll see but yeah (laughs) welcome um before we start off maybe let's talk about our week what have you been up to um well, my band is like back in the studio, hey. which is nice. We don't usually all go at the same time just because of the distancing and all that, but we're able to work on it. It's good. Yeah. Luckily, you can do it per instrument, so it's just one person just shows up and does as many songs as they can instead of focusing on one song. Makes sense. Then usually I don't show up until all the instruments are done, though. Yeah, because you need that kind of track to listen to while you're doing it, don't you? Yeah, because I, I need at least the, like drum and guitar. Yeah. I need the I need the timing and I need the like what else is going on with the leads. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, and I've just been like reading some. I don't know, things that, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. I've been reading a lot of, like, religious texts and, like, classic literature. Interesting. Just things to help me understand the world and history a little more, That's but are still funny. entertaining to read. I was reading the <laughs> the uh, Dao Te Ching, which is, like, if you're a, like, Taoist, or, like, a Taoist, if you, but I think it's pronounced Taoist. At least that's what I looked up, which is interesting because it's just like century old um, philosophy that like monks follow very closely. I have done pretty much nothing other than the entire weekend was taken up by doing Father's Day social distancing visits. I went to both set of grandparents' houses. Um, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, and tried to social distance our way through meals. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was kind of nice to see everyone, but also trying not to get anyone sick. <laughs> so, oh, we also got a fire pit for the backyard, which is awesome. I'm so excited about that. We've only used it once so far, but I'm really happy about it because i love uh fire pits it's like one of my favorite part about camping it's the only part about camping that i enjoy (laughs) shall we move on to our topic yeah since you didn't do literally anything (laughs) for an entire week sure (laughs) all right so we're talking about sitcoms and we should probably want to get it out of the way first the big controversial one no um (laughs) a, a, a sitcom is defined as <laughs> are you asking me or are you going to tell me the term sitcom derives from the word situation comedy a popular format of entertainment is a weekly show that entails a regular cast of characters in a sequence of episodes which mainly take place in the same location mm-hmm. maybe people don't know what a sitcom is i just want to make sure okay 
situational comedy, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, maybe should we do favorites first? It's kind of not the point of the podcast, though. I mean, whatever. This episode is already the most awkward shit I've ever experienced, so. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just mean it's like off the rails already because we have like nothing to talk about at the start and we're just like immediately jumping into it. Well, we always did short, like before, we've always done short kind of intros about what we're doing anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you. What? I didn't do any research for this episode. Uh, what, like, are you... Are we talking like just regular sitcoms? Are we talking like animated sitcoms? Are we talking like shows that are technically sitcoms, but not really? Anything you want that falls within sitcom. I don't care. A situational comedy. I don't necessarily think that cartoons count, but sure. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Because like, I would say if we're talking like things that would maybe be technically sitcoms. I would say Futurama is probably my favorite sitcom. I see. Yeah. But I wouldn't... No, Most people don't consider that a sitcom, but it is just a situational comedy. True. It's just a cast of characters at Planet Express, you know? Yeah. Usually I find it, like, as something that's more relatable, but that that works, I guess. It's fine. I won't count it, but that's why I'm asking. Okay. I wanted to make it clear that if... if we're talking about like the technical ones as well like and animated included i would say futurama is probably my favorite mm. but if we're not counting those then that's fine we'll talk about the boring ones wow <laughs> real hot take you watch so many sitcoms what are you talking about <laughs> i watched like two what do you mean name the sitcoms that i've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'd count that. Um, New Girl, I'd count that. Community, I'd co- count that. How I Met Your Mother, I'd count that. <laughs> okay, that's four. That's quite a bit. <laughs> wow, okay. I didn't realize four was a high number in today's society, but I guess it is. That's quite a bit of sitcoms. Like, some How I Met Your Mother is one of your favorite shows. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> all right i just didn't realize that we were counting that the number four was a huge oh number. <laughs> all right anyways um i would say let's talk about the one that's going to piss the most people off okay neither of us like the office well i just enjoy quality television so fuck the office I don't even give a shit. (laughs) So, my research for this podcast was watching the first episode of The Office again. Trying to. Again. All right? I watched- Uh, But Marissa, the show gets good after season seven. (laughs) You can't can't just watch the first episode and say the show sucks. You have to watch five full seasons before it's good. It's interesting because you doing that is literally exactly what the comedy in this show is. It's just, like, intentionally annoying other characters. That's the whole show. Yeah. At least from the episode that I watched. It's just characters annoying other characters, and that's the comedy. Um, But, like, I don't understand. This 
the show is so awkward and that is coming from me one of the most awkward people on the earth nothing is happening in the show like any nothing i don't understand the episode felt so slow but so like short at the same time so like it went by fast but it was slow paced yeah. yeah, if I wanted to experience that, I'd actually just go work in an office. <laughs> exactly. But I've had more fun in those situations than I had watching The Office. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify, I looked up, I literally just typed in Google list of sitcoms in the 2000s, and The Office comes after Hannah Montana, a superior show. <laughs> you go. Most kids' shows, I think, are sitcoms. Also, Futurama is number five on sitcoms in the 2000s. There just you make go. That clear. All right. It, com- it comes after SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> so I don't know how accurate. Technically, SpongeBob is a sitcom. I guess. It takes place in more mean. places, though. Like, there's not. Usually, I picture sitcoms taking place in one specific area and they kind of like venture out. Yeah, that Sometimes. was a, that was the definition when I looked it up, so I, I agree. Yeah. SpongeBob is kind of like, he doesn't stay in his house. Sure, a lot right. of the episodes are in Krusty Krab, but, you know. SpongeBob at his most annoying is still more tolerable than every character in The Office. <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, <laughs> another thing is, like, the handheld camera just ruins my life. I can't do it. It makes me so dizzy. They like move the camera like hot take, like just swing it around. I'm like, stop. Yeah. I mean, what was that gag? And we just recently went through uh, community. We're almost done. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that gag where he said, like Abed straight up says like the cheapest form of comedy is saying something and then cutting to a side cam. <laughs> Of somebody saying the exact opposite thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a mess, and every single character is annoying, and there you go. And I never want to watch an episode ever again. <laughs> I'll go worst, worst sitcoms. Office, Office takes a third place to uh, Big Bang Theory, and at number one, I would say... Young Sheldon, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, let's go to, like, um, more technical stuff. We can stop shitting on The Office for a little bit. Um, It's fine. That show already shit on itself. It's called season 10. Oh, no. All right. Well, (laughs) um, laugh tracks. I know you hate them. I fucking can't stand laugh tracks, yeah. Yeah. It's the one thing I hate about How I Met Your Mother. I don't really notice them that much until I, like, think about it. But I usually don't think about sitcoms. That's what I like about sitcoms. Yeah. Well, they're definitely something to put on while you're, like, eating food or, like, not paying attention. Yeah, which is how I watch anything. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, laugh tracks are definitely overused and make no sense anymore. Like, comedy has evolved. Um, 
I did make the point to us, and we were talking about this before, um, that a lot of times it's because they're filmed in front of a live studio audience. So it's kind of like covering up the noise of the audience laughing. But yeah. Yeah, but like, who are they inviting? Like the fucking stupidest people in the world to these audiences? Because these audiences are laughing at this dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. See, but that's how I feel about uh, stand-up comedy. Like recorded stand-up comedy. Because I do not laugh at that amount that the people in the audience laugh. I feel it's just like the vibe. Yeah. These people, they're inviting people to these shows that have never heard a joke before. <laughs> so they're fucking crying at everything. Yeah. I don't know about that one, but yeah. Character walks in the in the room and they're like, <laughs> he was in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they should probably do is actually record the audience laughter. Um, now that it's cheaper to record things. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, like you had said, the... 100-year-old laugh track is a little overdone and overused, and we're just tired it's creepy. of it. I don't want to hear fucking dead people laughing. True. Sorry, I'm still looking up sitcoms. Because <laughs> um, some of them are like, maybe, sure, but other ones are like, whatever. I'm trying to think, because like, I've watched a fair amount of sitcoms in my day. Like The ones that you mentioned are the ones I've watched all the way through, like as actual shows that I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like my name is Earl is a is a good sitcom. I've seen a couple episodes of that show. Um, the, here's one we can argue about. I don't think Friends is funny. See, I like a lot of Friends humor. Um, oh, it's just like them. It's got like a it definitely has like a Three Stooges vibe where it's just like, well, situational comedy. You're just laughing at the misfortune of a lot of the characters. Yeah, of and like them making fun of each other. Um, and I feel like it is, I know it's super exaggerated, but I feel like it's definitely representative of a friendship, of how friendships are. Uh, obviously, there's exaggerated situations, but the way that they react to each other and kind of like call each other out is uh, very relatable. I hate sitcoms like that because I don't have friends, so I don't, <laughs> so I, so I can't relate. Because <laughs> uh, your friends always like they either you're super nice together, or you've had friends that you just all completely shit on each other to like an even further extent. Yeah, we genuinely hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. I appreciate it, and like I definitely wouldn't sit down and watch friends like intently yeah i definitely put it on in the background like when i'm playing stardew valley or something um but yeah i did enjoy the show so what's your what's your favorite if we're going with like traditional i would say community is my favorite but what is what is your favorite brooklyn 99 probably yeah yeah it's pretty funny i just i like that the humor is very, like, again, natural humor, where it's, like, reactionary. And, uh, yeah. And you can watch that show multiple times and not remember the jokes. 
So it's funny all over again. Yeah. I think where you, yeah, that's, a... I don't have no complaints about that show. Yeah. Um, aside from the fact that it glorifies police officers, but that's like a whole nother argument. Yeah. That's like, has nothing to do with it being a situational comedy and is more to do no, with like political landscape and the way that things are in the world in comparison to how they portray it in the show. But yeah. yeah. Um, I think one that I didn't mention that I think is better than the thing is, is I enjoy how I met your mother, but I actually don't think it's that good of a show. Like I enjoy watching it cause I like the characters, but as like a show, I don't think it's that great. Mm-hmm. Um, because it has the same problems that I have with other like situational comedies that are like that. Like it has the same problems that I have with stuff like friends and, and other things where it's like, the laughs are like forced sometimes and Mm -hmm. like and it's just like there's situations where i'm just like this is so stupid or like there's episodes there's full episodes that i like just don't want to watch because they're shit yeah i could see i find like the the friend dynamic over it's like oh we're all good friends and like that's the situation that they're all friends and they live like near each other i think new girl does that very well Mm -hmm. the only thing is what i hate with all of them is there's always got to be some type of relationship dynamic and in sitcoms it usually gets to the point where it's like everyone's dated everyone or like there are multiple couples within the group and it's like okay it happens every single one friends did it how i met your mother did it new girl did it community does all of that in one in the first season And then then Jeff gets in trouble in the second season. Realistic. What would actually happen is the girls would fucking scream at the guy. (laughs) Yeah, like, I kind of just want, like, maybe one relationship. Like, I like how in How I Met Your Mother there was an already established relationship in the group. Um, Yeah. But I kind of want, like, a platonic friendship show. Like... (laughs) True. Like, I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine did it okay because it was very, very gradual. It was also obvious from, like, season one that they were going to be together. Yeah. And it wasn't some sort of weird dating thing. But also they did, like, Charles and a couple of her, of, and Rosa. <laughs> he had, like, a thing for her. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It falls under the same, the problems with sitcoms, right? Like, that's the thing, is there's sitcoms that I enjoy, but, like, I don't think they're that good, like, as, like, actual media. Like, when I sit and think of, like, what my favorite television shows are, or, like, what I think are the best shows, like, critically, I never think of... of... They definitely have their place, and that's why it's, like, your favorite sitcom and not your favorite show. (laughs) Yeah. However, I think for a while you would have said that How I Met Your Mother was your favorite show. I did, yeah. When it was on air, for sure. Yeah. Because I was hyped about it, and I liked watching it, and I would I rewatched it when it came out on Netflix. Yeah. But since I've rewatched Community, I would disagree. You would like Community more? Because I loved Community when it was out. And I rewatched it when it first came on Netflix, like twice. And then it was, and then I wasn't able to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. Like, I just wasn't able to watch it. And now that it's on Netflix again, I, I've i watched it twice since it's been on Netflix. 
Yeah, I think that's what sitcoms really have is that replay value. Like people who like sitcoms will sit there and rewatch those sitcoms many times over. It's easy, right? Because the episodes don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like you you know what's going to happen, but it doesn't take away from what's happening in that episode that much. Well, that's the thing, right? If the show is well-written, there will be things that you pick up on the second time around. Mm-hmm. And there's always those inside jokes that are like funny yeah. the whole time. Exactly. Um, yeah. What was your favorite as a kid? Because kid shows are like all these kid shows are coming up when I look up, mm-hmm. like sitcoms, like Victorious and iCarly and Hannah Montana and those things. Those are coming up when I'm looking up sitcoms. It's probably like oh, remember Life with Derek? <laughs> Canadian yeah, classic. Yeah. That's like one I don't of like my I don't like that there was weird sexual tension between the <laughs> the step siblings. Step siblings. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was weird but even as a even as a kid i was like wait <laughs> <laughs> but i did like that show um probably some of the most i don't know very family Look dynamic at... i don't know yeah, weird family <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know what my favorite was as a kid i actually didn't watch a lot of those shows yeah you probably watch more cartoons and stuff right I was like a cartoons anime kid. I watched them because I had a younger sister who loved them. Mm-hmm. So I would watch some of them with her. I'm just trying to think of like which one I enjoyed the most. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed Hannah Montana. That was, yeah, I watched it. That was I'm a wild pretty show. sure I've seen every single episode of Hannah Montana. I just probably enjoyed Life with Derek more. But maybe I was a little older when I was watching it. I don't know. Maybe. You know what's a good one? Phil of the Future. Yes. Phil, Phil of the Future Phil, is it? Phil of the Future. He's a Tony Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you don't remember? Every time I hear the name. Oh. No, I, I didn't remember that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that show is good. I'm sorry that we haven't mentioned It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've never seen it. Me neither. I, I know, I've, I've heard it's amazing, but I've never watched it. So I I know there's some some sunny diehards out there who are probably like these fucking idiots. Like I've never watched it. I'm sorry. Or the Wonder Years, which I always feel bad about not watching. What well, what the hell are you talking about? The Wonder Years. Yeah. Pretty sure that's a show. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is that not a band? It is also a band. Underrated animated sitcom, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Underrated. Burgers. Yes. Good. That show's they took it amazing. off Netflix while I was watching it, so I'm kind of upset. Such a good show. Bob's Burgers, underrated. Sorry, I'm looking up to see <laughs> The Wonder Years? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking yeah, up Yeah, yeah, it was a show. It was a show. To, to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but apparently it was a drama. But, like, maybe it was a sitcom also. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, I always feel bad about not watching it because one of my favorite bands is called The Wonder Years. Is there... I'm just like, man, sitcoms are wild. Because there, it, there's so many things that fall under it. It's like umbrella terms. It's hard. Because like, when we first started, I was like, yeah, fuck sitcoms. 
But now I'm looking at them <laughs> and I'm like, eh, some of them are okay. I feel like that's hard to say when, like, even if How I Met Your Mother was the only one that you ever liked, to say that it was your favorite show at one point, it's hard to accept you saying fuck sitcoms. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't think it, I don't think I would ever have said it's my favorite show. I would definitely have said it was my favorite sitcom, though. You admitted because... earlier in the podcast that at one point it was your favorite show. Oh, I don't. You said while you were it like watching that. it. I didn't mean it like that because if you were going to ask me what my favorite show was, I could name like ten animes that I thought were my favorite television programs. Mm-hmm. Um. I meant, yeah, sure. If we're going to talk like favorite show, as in like you just put it on and you fucking throw it on or whatever, then sure. But do I think it's impacted me the most? No, not no. in any way. And for me, at least, when I talk about something that's like my favorite, it's like what holds the most place in my heart. Okay. Nice. So if I said it was my favorite earlier, I meant I meant so much more as my favorite sitcom. Does Bojack count? Do you know? Uh, Bojack is definitely a sitcom. It's not my favorite, though. It bums me out. (laughs) How is it a sitcom if it bums you out? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, is it a sitcom? It makes me depressed. It's just a sit... Sit sad. (laughs) Situational sadness. (laughs) Yeah. I think the thing about Bojack is I respect it a lot. Mm. Um, Because it... There's a lot of real shit in that show. Yeah. Um, as somebody who's went through a lot of like mental health issues, and uh, there's a lot of things going on in that show that like hit you <laughs> in your soul, and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> and I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to me to have a character that is dislike, like so unlikable, mm-hmm. and it's like you're rooting for him, but you also want him to. Uh, you also want him to experience consequences for his shitty actions. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I he needs to be punished, but also like, I'm, I feel you, empathetic you for him. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I, I sympathize with this character, but he needs to experience consequences. He's done shit things. So it's uh, for me, it was interesting. It was an interesting show. It's definitely fucked me up on on the occasion though. Yeah. Now that we're at the end of New Girl. Um, how do you feel about it? Um, I think that, well, you have, have you finished it? No, don't spoil. I was going to say, okay, I don't really like the last season. Yeah. I, I am a couple episodes into the last season and I'm like, what's the point of this season? Yeah. I like feel like it ended perfectly last season. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Especially because I rewatched that last season. I don't know a single person who likes the last season of a sitcom, though. You're correct, yeah. I can't um, think of one. Even Community is a little painful this last season. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as season four, but it's still not Yeah. Good. We're currently just finishing the last season of Community. As I also finished the last season of New Girl. And, yeah. Um, not the best. But it's okay. Last last season of How I Met Your Mother is notorious. See, I didn't hate it. No, I had no problem with it. <laughs> like, I think I explained this to you last time we talked about it, but I feel like I didn't mind it because I didn't wait 
between seasons and seasons to get to that point. I just kind of like binge watched. True. So I like, I don't know. There wasn't as much suspense, I guess, but I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, no, I had no problem with it. And I did wait. It's just, I don't know. Like, sure, there's like things that, there's things that about it that piss me off, but it's, again, it's a sitcom. Like, I didn't. It's also, is it, how many seasons does it have? It's like 10. Yeah, like, what? It's, it's supposed to be one continuous story, and it has yeah. 10 seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They kind of like shot themselves in, themselves in the foot with that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like nothing. I don't think there's anything they could have done that would have fulfilled that suspense that they built for 10 seasons. No, it's uh, I like to call it the Mass Effect 3 effect. <laughs> Go on, explain. Where there's no possible way that you could have ended it with by and also pleased people. Mm. Like you build something up so much that there's no possible way to please people with the ending. Yeah. It, it was definitely like the wait for it of, <laughs> of sitcoms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, it's the same with like, I don't know, the Game of Thrones. Like you could call it the Game of Thrones effect. Yeah, well, like... honestly, though, that was just because it just turned to shit and they didn't have the books to help them write it. Well, it's, that's what I mean, right? So, like, they were they had to make an ending, but mm-hmm. they weren't ready for it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Mass Effect 3 had the same problem. They had to end it, but they were not prepared to end it. <laughs> so they had to throw together a fucking ending and nobody was happy about it. Yeah. You can see that. Uh, Friends ending wholesome probably not the best but friends is like just a shitstorm of comedy of like <laughs> friends yeah. had no linear story at all there was no ending it was just oh we're moving out and that's the end also no black people in that show yeah that's which i not find great. is interesting yeah that's not great <laughs> Just weird. Especially they in, think like, they live New York. In, they live in New York. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you'd think maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like the show is set in fucking middle of Idaho. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I'm thinking, and like, I can't think of any. Maybe like no. very small parts, if anything. But, I mean, how many? Uh, your mother has that problem, but there's the occasional black character <laughs> none of the main characters but yeah and not only that it's just like how many aren't are like and all of them are just white <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not even like oh that's the only type of di- diversity that's missing it's like no <laughs> no every single one is white yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why some of the reason why i love brooklyn 99 because it it sure. does it well although people will complain that it's forced you know what? It seems yeah. pretty natural to me. Like, no one's personality is based on anything other than their own personalities. Yeah. I'm sick of these libtard shows you keep recommending. <laughs> 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 fucking hate people who say shit like that. I just want to clarify I was insulting you. Don't, if you agree <laughs> with that statement, I just want to let you know you're scum. <laughs> Yeah, like, why would you not, like, again, NYPD, 
although I doubt they're that diverse in real life. Um, but should be more realistic based on population standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Just the, it's about accuracy, right? It's like. <laughs> yeah. Just realistically, you wouldn't have an all white cast for, for shows like these. I don't know. You would if you're. If the only. people, if the show had all the people in the show were racist, then yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> That's the only way it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> it's like friends, but there's two S's on the end because they're Nazis. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like how there's no black people in the show at all. Like, the only it's probably way... probably going to be some friends, friends diehard that's like, um, you're forgetting about store <laughs> clerk number six. Yeah. It's just like, there's no way in New York these people would not come across black people at all unless they were racist. <laughs> yeah, uh, Barney Barney from High Man Mother was definitely a sexual predator, but he was sexual predator to women of all race. Okay, no. <laughs> That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was what was hard for me to watch and now I met your mother is Barney. Yeah, it's hard to rewatch. It's dated as fuck. Yeah. Like it's de- it's obviously making fun of the trope of that character in um sitcoms, but I yeah. don't think it's played up uh as parody enough. So there's people who like idolize it. Yeah. Instead know. of realizing that he's like supposed to be a joke, like yeah, and it's like, like he does get shamed, but not enough. Yeah, like he's like he gets in trouble, but dude's like committing actual crimes. Like you but... have a problem. <laughs> yeah, and it's fine. Like and on paper, like that character, like he is funny, right? Yeah. But it's like there's people who idolize that character, and it's like wait, no, you don't get it, like he's supposed to be like scum like that's the joke yeah he's <laughs> like the worst like, and in real life situations he wouldn't be friends with these people <laughs> no exactly like that's again that's the joke it's the same way i know a lot of people like um it's the same way i feel about if people get mad about, about like pierce and community it's like yeah that's the joke is that he's a racist old dude like that's yeah but that's they the at least definitely call him out tons yeah exactly and i think maybe that's like where or, like, they just kind of roll their eyes and ignore him, right? And it's, like, one of those things. Sometimes people get a little too uh, progressive, and they're like, well, you can't say that stuff. It's like, yeah, but that's real life. There's actually mm-hmm. people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, Although, again, realistically, you'd probably be way kicked out of the group more than the times that he is. Yeah, but yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, and I think that's also a difference of the cast is diverse so they have like the actual reactions to these things that's not just like people slapping him on the wrist (laughs) yeah um i can excuse racism but i draw the line at animal cruelty (laughs) you can excuse racism it's the best line (laughs) whereas with how i met your mother the only female who isn't already in a relationship ends up being barney sorry spoilers and ted yeah 
<laughs> but I mean, like, there's no one kind of hating this guy for being a total sexist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely problematic. But again, I think it's I think it's interpretation, right? Yeah, and like it, it doesn't it's make like, the show a bad show. It's just no, like I feel like he was definitely written as a parody of characters like Joey. Mm-hmm. Like he was written as like, what if we exemplified this? But then, yeah. it, unfortunately, people idolized it. But then, you know, the best part is when I remember in high school, people found out Neil Patrick Harris was gay, and they they were like pissed. <laughs> And it was the it was the best feeling in the in the world to see That's them amazing. just like like these homophobic douchebags be like oh I can't believe this guy's fucking gay man like that's so bullshit I can't watch this fucking show anymore he was I'm a like douchebag icon then... yeah he was a douchebag icon and then he turns out to be like this nice <laughs> this nice gay man with two kids who they all yeah. dress up on Halloween so cute yeah people were pissed in my school in my high school it was fucking amazing. <laughs> Well, good. They deserve that. Oh, what other sitcoms can we think of? Um, I don't know. We kind of touched some... on Big Bang Theory, but like the whole show is just garbage. From like the yes, garbage laugh tracks that literally don't stop, just back to back laugh tracks on that one. Um, to like the bad representation of like how. With learning with learning disabilities, I guess I don't know. And like nerd culture. Yeah. And just like the hot girl getting with the nerd guy, like. Yeah, talk about incel pandering. <laughs> like, awful. All right. It's the American version of uh, uh, otaku gets teleported into a <laughs> a new world where gaming skills and and anime knowledge make him attractive. <laughs> true <laughs> it's the it's the american version of that yeah it's like what my abilities in gaming make me sexually viable to all the hot girls in this new world that i got transported yeah. into but i have to give props to the actresses on that show because like that's a lot to be put through and i know that um most of them if not all of them are actually really really smart people in real life so yeah um, um great accomplishments i haven't watched all of trailer park boys but the episodes i've seen have been pretty funny i have watched a little from when um i was in college dorms <laughs> yeah <laughs> only on other people's tvs i've never like watched that show on my own yeah it's pr- it's wild yeah it's definitely like kind of crazy crazy kid culture like i don't know just do whatever the fuck you want canadian (laughs) trash like definitely kind of like the party boy type mood i kind of love so i looked up list of sitcoms in the 2000s and the poster for two and a half men has ashton kutcher on it it just makes me laugh (laughs) from like when he joined it's just him and the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember enough about that show to say that it was better when Ashton Kutcher joined. But I don't know. Ashton Kutcher is just better. <gasps> that 70s show. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. That was a really a, good show. I it's really true. love that show. 
um, sucks that Hyde's actor is like a rapist. Yeah, yeah, he deserves whatever jail time he get, he gets. Actually, he probably deserves more jail time than he gets. But yeah, I'm I'm glad Jackie broke his heart in that show. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Ashton Kutcher ja- and Jackie uh, deserves better. And uh, Mila Kunis is still together. I think so. Yeah, they're like married. So cute. <laughs> um. I never watched Arrested Development, but you did, right? Yeah. Um, it was okay. It was kind of weird. And I was like, why is this? Like, I've heard about it before. I feel like it was talked about a lot. Um, it has the same, like, culty kind of passionate fan base that Community and Always Sunny in Philadelphia have. Mm. Of, like, a small fan base, but, like, very passionate. Yeah. It's definitely one of, like, the weird comedy shows it's like it plays up its weirdness yeah that's what i mean like those three have like very cult status kind of Mm -hmm. where it's like there isn't widespread acclaim but like the people who've watched it like it and it's like critically acclaimed yeah what i don't understand is like the new seasons i haven't watched those because i was like what is this (laughs) how old is michael sarah in this i have no idea does that guy age? Does he age backwards? I'm so confused. Yeah. My fellow Canadians, how you feel about Corner Gas? <laughs> I haven't seen much of that show, just from when my parents have it on the TV every so often. Um, Seems weird. Yeah. It seems like only uh, like small town Canadian humor, but <laughs> like, who knows? It's th- it has the same status for me as like Kim's Convenience. Like Kim's Convenience to me is like the new corner gas because like I've seen like an episode or two and I was like, oh, this show's funny, but I would never go out of my way to watch it. Mm. I see. I only I don't know. I don't know how I pick my sitcoms. Usually, just what's really recommended to me. I prefer ones that I can like talk to people about. I think maybe yeah. that was my issue with the rest of development. Is like there was no one to talk to about it because no one else has seen it. <laughs> yeah. What about the best sitcoms like Reba? Reba I don't and... know. What is that? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know. Um, it's like it's like it's just about the singer Reba. It's like a sitcom about her life. Uh, My mom used to watch it. What was that other show? Seven Things or something like that. Oh, Seventh Heaven. No. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Um, uh, isn't like seven? Was it Amanda Bynes? Seven simple or six simple rules? Is it six? Oh yeah, that's what the girl who's in Big Bang Theory was in. Yeah, was she not. Um, that was a good show. Wasn't there a sitcom with Amanda Bynes? Um, the Amanda Show. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My mom used to watch it. Oh, it's called What I Like About You. Oh, I recognize. When their dad takes a job in Japan, Wild Holly ends up bunking with her conservative older sister, Valerie, in New York City. Just when Val thinks she's got everything under control, Holly's zest to be a part of her big sister's cool life and her knack for getting into trouble turns Val's neatly regimented world upside down. Um, Yeah, my mom liked the show. And I watched it with her as a young lad. 8.7 out of 10 on TV.com. Damn. 
90% of like this TV show, Google users. Dang. What about uh, the one Frankie Muniz is in? What? You don't that, know Frankie isn't that Phil? Isn't that Phil of the Future? No. <laughs> um, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. That was yes. a good one. That's the one with that actor who got really famous for Breaking Bad. Heisenberg? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> isn't that him? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other sitcoms that you've mentioned to me because we've kind of cleared out the ones that I've watched. <laughs> um, we've talked about them. Oh, Boy Meets World, I've never watched. I watched it as a kid. I never went back and like rewatched all of it, but I remember liking it when I was younger. I was going to say Drake and Josh. Classic. I, I think I've seen a couple episodes. Again, I was like a cartoon, like. <laughs> well what are Actually, can you think of some cartoon ones you want to f- talk about like Futurama <laughs> Futurama is one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life <laughs> um, I wish it was more accessible because I'd watch it all the time mm-hmm. um, I'm just looking it up did they I mean, not put it on anything it was on Netflix for a while but I don't think so anymore um, I mean, South Park is technically a sitcom because it, it, it all takes place in the town of South Park. Oh, but that's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a lot of it takes place at school, I think. No, it just all takes, yeah, but South Park's supposed to be like a small town. It's a sitcom. It's like the third thing that came up when I typed in animated sitcoms. Oh, okay. Um, because it's in the same realm as like Family Guy and Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm hanging too much onto like the whole takes place in the same spot usually. Yeah, because it, like none of the sitcoms that we've mentioned technically do that. Well, like they all they all leave at points. Yeah, but it's still has its main area, like where most of the episodes take place. Yeah. But yeah, I guess situational humor pretty much goes. For lots of lots of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, the situation of Futurama is that they're like a delivery company, but every time they go on deliveries, it's like a wacky adventure. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like they're always going on deliveries or whatever, but it's just... Oh, an underrated animated sitcom is Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. That's I, a great show. I feel like I've heard it, but never watched oh. it. It's so good. <laughs> Attorney at Law. This clever animated comedy revolves around the law firm of Seven and Seven, and primarily the activities of Harvey T. Birdman, described as a third-rate lawyer who takes the cases nobody else wants. Birdman, an ex-superhero from Hanna-Barbera cartoon Birdman and the <laughs> Galaxy Trio, which is true. He actually is a character from an old show. Works alongside other Hanna-Barbera cartoon stars from the 1960s and 70s, and many of his enemies from Galaxy Trio also become attorneys and are often seen representing the opposing side of a particular case. It is so funny. There's like episodes where like Fred Flintstone takes the stand and like Scooby-Doo is like, and like the Jetsons and it's all these like old Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters and like Harvey Birdman is their lawyer. (laughs) 
It's the same thing they did with like Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Coast, to where Coast? They took, yeah, mm-hmm. where they took uh, like the Space Ghost character from the 60s cartoon and yeah. gave, made him a TV show host. Yeah. Well, Harvey Birdman's only like 40 episodes. What about Mike Tyson Mysteries? <laughs> Mike Tyson Mysteries is funny. <laughs> It's 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 fucked because Mike Tyson is a <laughs> criminal. Yeah, <laughs> so like, but I mean, the show is clever in the way that it it deals with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's sorry, there's one I'm thinking about. You want to talk about your favorite animated ones? I'm I'm just gonna search something up. Oh, I don't even know. I guess like, I really liked Gravity Falls, but I'm not sure if that counts. It's like kind of comedy, but I don't know. I never watched Gravity Falls. Kim Possible was good. True. All right, I found I found what I was what I was looking for. Ugly Americans is an American adult animated sitcom. What the heck? Uh, it's amazing. Oh, you know what feels like a real like animated sitcom? It's what? King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, King of the Hill's great. That's like definitely King... embodies like what King... live action sitcoms feel like. King of the Hill is not funny when you're a kid when it comes on, but when you're an adult, that show is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it it's one of those shows that is really like, it it's not like inappropriate. Like, there's episodes for sure, but it's not like raunchy in any way. But it's really only funny if you're an adult. I should go back and watch it. I've only yeah. like seen it in passing, like a couple of also episodes watch- and clips. Should also watch Ugly Americans because it's great. <laughs> it's only two seasons. It's a. Uh, it's about like a social worker, <laughs> and the world is like all like demonic creatures. Oh. So he's like a social worker, and like his girlfriend is a demon, and like his boss is a demon. His best friend is a zombie, and <laughs> like and there and there's like animal people, and there there's like a wizard guy. But it's like all it all just takes place in New York. It's okay. like essentially the apocalypse happened, but everybody's just kind of living their normal lives. Oh, <laughs> all right. It's the only way I could describe it. I haven't watched it in a while, though. That could be way off, but that's what I remember. And I remember <laughs> it being funny as hell. 96% liked this TV show on Google users. <laughs> and eight, eight, point, 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Damn. Yeah. It's like critically well done, but it wasn't like it didn't get a lot of uh, acclaim because when did it come out? Twenty ten. So like the uh the humanoid thing wasn't as popular in in twenty ten. Like we weren't like if I feel like if BoJack Horseman came out in twenty ten, like maybe it did, but I remember people thinking it was weird as fuck when it came out. Yeah. It came out in 2014. I mean, so. like putting animal in animals in like human, uh, like situations, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, but this show was like more like demonic, like they were like zombies and shit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, another animated sitcom, uh, Sixteen. Oh, Sixteen's amazing. It's is so that good. a is that a Canadian show? I believe so. I know the company is Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Canadian animated sitcom. 16 is so good honestly if you're listening to this and you're american and you have no idea what we're talking about find it somewhere because it was so good i'm 16 and i'm feeling great is that how it goes (laughs) uh life is sweet and you're growing up so fast 
Yeah. Gotta make the good times last. I just want to say, uh, 16, uh, Nikki Wong is my first animated crush. True. Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, not first, maybe, but one of yeah, them. Yeah, maybe not first, but definitely I was like, I love you <laughs> when I'm watching it. True. Nikki, Nikki Wong is a, is a bad, Although a badass that, babe. It does uh, play into like the badass Asian chick with the purple streak. That that was a yes, but this was this was two thousand and four. Okay, <laughs> it, was it a, was it a trope at that point? I don't know. <laughs> probably it's probably it, when it was it, happening it, the most. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of the first <laughs> to do the trope. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I mean, there's like the there's like the blonde stoner dude too, though. Like, there's yeah. every every character is a trope. Was that Jonesy or was that was Jonesy no, the other guy? Jonesy is like the. Is the oh, it's Jude. I don't give a, uh, Jonesy's the I don't give a fuck uh, Italian dude who <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't give a sh- who can't hold a job. <laughs> yeah, no, Jude, Jude. Jude's the stoner and the fucking beanie. And then the blonde <laughs> girl was uh, Caitlin. Yeah, and she was stupid as hell. That's what I mean. Like every character was a trope. True. Like the the brunette girl was a nerd and like had anxiety and. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they were all tropes. True, but uh, no, I agree. I mean, the the like badass like Asian girl with the purple hair is is very overdone. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm all sitcomed out. You. Yeah, sixteen is our uh, recommendation. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like recommendations for other things? Uh, honestly, no, because I haven't been doing anything what do you you haven't done literally anything you've laid in your bed for a week straight no i've been on the computer but oh just i i don't know the past three days i've had a migraine so yeah it's bad times all around <laughs> <laughs> um but how about you well i've just been reading and like watching shows um but any I recommendations just... I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, oh, I've been reading this book. I might, maybe I've recommended this before. <laughs> I, I'm like pretty far into um, this book called "The Woman in the White Kimono." Just about it, like flips back and forth times. So it's like uh, during the occupation of Japan, like the American occupation of Japan in the fifties, and it's like about an American soldier and a Japanese woman who fall in love. And but then it flips to the future, in America, where that soldier is, is dying oh. from like can- from like cancer or something, and his daughter is finding out about her father's like past life in Japan. Yeah. His like white his like white daughter who he like got remarried and like had a family in America, and then and it's basically like flips between this like love story in Japan, and also it it's from the perspective of the Japanese woman in Japan mm-hmm. and how she like basically gets like abandoned by her family. And she has to live in this like really shit neighborhood because obviously they don't like Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it flips from her perspective to the daughter's perspective, basically uh-huh. finding out that she might have like a sister and her father like kept all these secrets. And Damn. Uh, um, however, I am not Japanese. 
so I can and I don't think the writer is Japanese. Everything seems very respectful on the surface level, but I don't know about the inaccuracies. I see. I can't confirm and I'm also not finished the book. I just think it's enjoyable. I'm like more than halfway done it. It sounds interesting. At yeah. It seems like she did work, like research at least though, because I've looked up terms that she uses in the book because I didn't know what they were and they are like Japanese terms and like and pretty accurate. Yeah. But who knows because you sometimes you see it where people were write stuff like this but it's it's more of like a fantasy than real and they might or they like think that they could write it if they do enough research and sometimes it's just sometimes some things you just can't research enough unless yeah. you've like lived within the culture yeah exactly but maybe she did i don't know yeah it's possible. an interesting it's an interesting uh story though either way mm-hmm. dang yeah it's called the woman in the white kimono it's pretty good so far but uh yeah and i've just been <laughs> like meh doing a lot of uh like meditating and stuff (laughs) that's what i've been up to it's good all right i think we're gonna end the episode there thanks for listening make sure to check out our socials at hsw pod also 16 (laughs) yeah we're on instagram and twitter so stop uh stop rewatching the office (laughs) and uh go watch a good show (laughs) <laughs> oh and that's how it ends all right see you guys next week bye